I'm Dr. Heather Moore, uh, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy, and tonight we are going to talk about back pain, um, a very, very broad topic, I understand, and 80% um, of all Americans suffer with back pain at one point in their life or another. So that's why you get a lot of emails from me or we do a lot of videos on it because it's one of the big things we treat in here and it's one of the big things that really debilitates people and takes people out of their um, everyday lives. And what we're going to go through tonight is just kind of things to look out for. And what I mean by that is I've never had anyone come into my office outside of a car accident or a fall um, and say, you know what, I woke up this morning with back pain for the very first time. I never had back pain before. And I would love it if they did, but that never happens. And this is how back pain usually starts to present. And most back pain doesn't show up on an x-ray or MRI. So a lot of times you're gonna go to the doctor, they're gonna get frustrated, they're gonna do an x-ray. It might show a little arthritis. And then a lot of people wind up chalking up their back pain to arthritis and just like, there's nothing I can do, it's arthritic, there's no you know, joint changes for the back. Um, when a lot of times, most of the arthritis in the spine uh, doesn't really have anything to do with your pain. Um, and then they go and they get an MRI and it might show a herniated disc. Well, 70% of Americans have herniated discs. I have several of them, of them, but they don't cause me pain. I don't even know they're there. I just actually had uh, an MRI for a different reason. Um, and, you know, they're like, oh, you have herniated discs. Great. But it doesn't really affect me. I mean, I have no back pain other than when I've been standing on my feet for 13 hours. I can get, like, now just a little bit tired. Um, but other than that, I have no back pain. So... Um, back pain never, ever, ever presents as just a one-time thing. And it never presents as, I know exactly how I hurt my back. And I know exactly what's going on. And I know exactly how it happened. This is how back pain occurs. And this is how back pain that takes you out of life occurs. So what happens is, is you start with pain. You know, whether it's like a low-grade pain, you start with this low-grade pain um, in the morning, in the evening. You don't think anything of it, okay? It's just a simple ache, not even a nag, but just more of an uncomfortable. Maybe you're sitting at work and you have to stand up because your back starts to hurt. Then what happens is that might happen once a week, once a month even. You know, you might talk it up to, oh, I was at a, a long day at the office. Like I just said to you, oh, I've been here forever, um, and I've been on my feet for over 13 hours now. I'm a little tired. My back's a little sore. So a lot of us justify that in our heads and just say, yep, that's, that's the cause. It's nothing to worry about. I'm going to go home, go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to be refreshed. So this low-grade pain is going to start to happen more frequently. So you're going to increase in frequency. All right. And you may even increase in intensity. Okay. So now instead of, you know, your back pain that you go home and you wind up going to bed, waking up, feeling better. Now you wake up and you're still a little bit sore or you're still a little bit achy or you wind up not being able to do everything you want to do and you wind up going home early from work because your back hurts. Um, that's kind of the first step in where people should recognize they have a problem, but no one ever does. 
All right, so it, it looks almost like a bullseye, all right, where we can have several circles. The circles start to go away. So now we've started to limit things, but you don't notice it because you don't ever take stock in the fact that, oh, all right, I just had to go home early, or, oh, I was sore. Was I sore three times this week or was I sore four times this week? And in the beginning, especially when it's muscle, which a lot of back pain is, you wind up being able to move and get rid of it. You know, I'm going to go home, I'm going to lay down, I'm going to take, you know, however many hours I'm going to get tonight, I'm going to get up, I'm going to be fine, and I won't think anything of it. Do I remember having this pain recently? Not really, but I don't really take stock in it. You're in the same position, okay? But what you're going to notice to happen is this back pain you're going to actually have to do something about. Like, I don't have to leave work, I don't have to stop this video, I don't have to lay down new stretches, like, it's just sore, I'm going to go home, eat some dinner, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, it's going to be fine. When you go home and it's stabbing, or it's more, and you notice it every single night, that's when you're going to start to say, there's a problem. And it may not be every day that it hurts, it may be only occasionally. Now, what's going to happen is it's going to continue down this road, all right, and as it continues down this road, you're going to start losing these circles. And the sooner you can get help, the less likely these circles are to be gone forever. So what I mean is right now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sore standing, okay? I, ha I have some pain standing. A lot of times people will sit down. So now you've lost your ability to stand, okay? Now I've been working for 13 hours now, so if I lose five minutes ability to stand, I'm okay with that. But eventually, if I don't address this or I don't take care of this, I'm going to start to lose the ability to stand after eight hours or after five hours, okay? I'm going to have to do things to specifically change what I do. I'm still going to be able to function, okay? So if we look at this outer ring, this is more recreational activities, okay? This is more prolonged activities, all right? So driving, driving is a really good example. A lot of people can't drive for long periods of time, all right? They know at two hours their back is going to be on fire, all right? That's not normal. But they just kind of plow through or they stop or whatever. That's the first indication that there's a, there's a, there's a back problem. And what happens is we kind of let this go and let this go until this circle goes away. So now it's no longer a choice. Okay, it's no longer a choice to drive for two hours. It's no longer a choice to stand for 13 hours. It's no longer a choice to run. You just can't. And that has slowly disappeared. And generally, when people come in and see me, they're like, oh yeah, I've had it for years. And it would come and go. I would have spasms. I hear a lot about these spasms that come and go. All right? That's a sign of a major issue. If you have spasms that take you out on your floor, for a day, but then you're like, oh, I get up and I'm totally fine. They're gone. They're not even sort of gone. All you've done is create another compensation pattern with your muscles to be able to get through the day. So be aware that your pain in your back, unless you specifically treat it, unless you get on a foam roller, unless you have a massage, unless you're at your physical therapist, unless you are specifically treating it, and I am not talking about ibuprofen or drugs of any kind. Unless you specifically treat the pain, you will not get resolution of the pain. You may feel that you resolve the pain. You may feel better 
All you did was mask it for another day. All you're doing is moving in a different way so that way you can't feel it anymore. There's no other explanation. It's not a hidden trick. It's not a, wow, I just woke up and it feels better. You are moving in a different way to make up for, for the fact that your muscles are sore. You're compensating. All right, so this circle here, we can call this one just basically standing, okay? Standing, sitting at work, okay? So nothing that is outlandish, okay? So you might be, you know, walking the mall, all right? A little bit longer walk, but not recreational walking because that's all been gone. So that circle went away because your back pain, but you're not, you're okay with it. Generally people in that circle, unless they're average runners or walkers, are generally okay with that circle going away. So I have to stop when I drive, so I can't stand for 13 hours, so I don't run anymore. I'm just gonna let that circle go away, all right? This is usually the circle where I start to see people come into the office, because this is now, I can't make it through a day of work. And I can't even concentrate at work because my back hurts so bad, all right? And I'm only good for two hours, I'm only good for four hours. And again, this doesn't come on overnight. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, you wake up and never had a back pain issue, unless you've had an accident, and you never had a back pain issue, and all of a sudden you can't sit for two hours. This is slowly, slowly, slowly building. And the sooner we get involved in that build, the better. The better outcomes you have, the quicker outcomes you have, the easier it is for you to get through all this. But eventually, if you ignore this, and guess what? Same thing like the outer circle, there's things you can do to make pain go away. So there's things at work that you're gonna be able to do to say, okay, that, my back was in agony, I laid down. I went for a little bit of a walk, I left work early, whatever. You know, I stopped when I was walking. I'm able to get through it. So you'll be able to get through it, pain will, pain will resolve, may not come back for a week or two, and you're like, great, it's all gone. It's not all gone, it's coming back, and it's coming back with a vengeance. Because this will eventually go away. And then we're left with like one little lone circle here. All right, and this is usually sleeping. Probably the biggest reason people come in here to see me is when they can't sleep. Back pain is caused enough that they either can't bend over and lift their grandchildren, bend over and pick something off the floor, or they can't sleep. This goes away, sleeping goes away, because you can't, your muscles no longer are able to recover at night. They're no longer able to feel that relaxation because they don't even know how to work anymore. They don't know how to have downtime. They don't know how to relax. So sleeping goes away. All right, so now what? So now we have all this gloom and doom and I gave you all these things that you're you know, going like, yeah, that's me, that's me. It hurts more than once or twice a week or once or twice a month. So now what do you do? So one of the biggest things that I always harp on and one of the biggest things with back pain is posture. And it is so key and it is so important. And I'm just gonna show you, you know, just a couple things that you can do in order to kind of relieve your back pain. One of the biggest thing is, is just to do what we call a simple pelvic tilt. So all you're gonna do is just tuck your pelvis under and then go all the way back. This is a really hard move. I am not trying to minimize this at all. This is what a lot of people do to try and get their pelvis to move. They hunch forward, they hunch backward, they arch backwards. This is just a movement of your pelvis. So you're gonna do a crunch, 
and bring your pelvis all the way in, and then you're going to extend it all the way out. And then you're going to crunch. One of these ways is going to feel a little bit better, but you want to do that nice and slow. Being able to move your pelvis independently of your low back and your hips is supremely important in conquering back pain. All right? So many people move as a block from here to here. Okay? So when they go to do this, everything goes like this. And then everything goes like this because you can't move your pelvis without moving your back, which is part of the reason you have back pain. Because every time your pelvis moves, every time your legs move, your back has to be involved. Your back's like, enough, I'm done. All right? The second exercise that you can do if you're getting stiff or sore um, is you're going to lift your leg up and just pull it up to your chest. Okay? You can do it laying down. You can do it standing. All right? Either way, it's just going to relieve some of that pressure on your back. All right? Do this a couple times. The third thing you do for back pain is fidget. Fidget, fidget, fidget. And I'm not talking about taking one of those little stupid fidget spinners to calm yourself down. I'm not sure when fidgeting became such a bad thing, but it is really, really good. And if you have back pain, the more you should fidget. All right? I don't stay still for too long at all because I fidget. Because you have to constantly engage your muscles. Okay? The more you stand like this, the more static you are, the more pain you're going to bring to your back. The less blood flow is going to go there, and the pain is going to increase. All right? So that's why after you sit for a long period of time, after you stand for a long period of time, your back starts to scream. It's not getting blood flow. But if you're there and you're in a chair and you're, you know, moving around, and there's subtle ways to do it when you're in a chair that you don't have to cause a major disruption, um, you know, or you just stand up. You move around. You shift your weight. It doesn't have to be a huge fidget, okay? I just shift my weight all the time. Otherwise, my back would be in incredible pain, okay? So you want to make sure that you are constantly moving. And we have jobs now, a lot of people, I'm not one of them, but that are sedentary, don't allow you to move very much, all right? But in that case, you just want to make sure you're shifting back and forth in your chair, okay? You're changing your posture. You're moving. Movement, movement, movement. Movement helps decrease back pain. I can't tell you how horrible it is when I see someone come in here who's been suffering with severe back pain and has laid on their back for two weeks. That is like the number one thing that people do. They stop all activity, they don't do anything, and they can't move. That is such a bad alternative. Most of the time, once you're having a back spasm, the best thing you can do for it is move. You don't have to run a marathon, but if you're just gently moving, you're gently walking, even though it might hurt more at first, actually going to loosen it up. 